each one of us has a gift. Whether you know it or not, or whether you want to believe it or not, I believe deep down that every single person on this earth was given a gift by our creator. And how we use those gifts to serve others can really impact not only, well, other people, but also ourselves. And as adults, I believe the way we use our gifts can also impact the next generation. We can show them what being a good steward of those gifts really looks like. But truthfully, I am continuously inspired by the next generation. I'm learning from them, these amazing and incredible kids that are using their gifts to give back and really, truly make the world a better place. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, or community leader who is just trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their professional career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact right where you are. My guests this week are Sydney Garrett and Deirdre Catlett, a mother-daughter team who recently started Be The Change Youth Initiative, an organization that is dedicated to getting kids of all ages involved in serving and giving back to their community. This is such a great conversation, and you are going to learn so much from them. Without further ado, on to my conversation with Sydney and Deirdre. Hey, Deirdre and Sydney, welcome to the show. Hey. <laughs> I am so excited to finally connect with you guys because I have been, you know, we've been, I guess, chatting over email for, gosh, since like months. Months. Yeah, wow. <laughs> a long time. A long time. So, um, and we have a mutual friend, Bethany Tran. Yes. And which Love is, Bethany. Which is hilarious because I always feel like, I would say 75% of the guests I have on my show are friends with Bethany. And I'm like, I think Bethany's just friends with everyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, Well, she is that kind of person for sure. She's just one of those people that you just love. And like, I, especially I haven't talked to her that much the last few months um, just because life has been crazy. But I have to say I've thought of her so many times because um, her work with us early on has been a saving grace and has Aww. kept us focused. Um, so like just she's one of the the people that we are just really, really thankful for, for her vision and her honesty and her intellect. And she, she's just, she's just a lovely, lovely person. She really is. She really is. Uh, So I want to really just dive right in Um, for the people that don't know you, Deirdre and Sydney, um, and don't know Be the Change Youth youth initiative which I have um, I've shared about you guys on my blog and on social media Um, but if if, in case people are like who who are these folks we need to get to know you so I'm going to have you guys do what I have all my guests do and that's give us the Deirdre and Sydney 101 so whoever wants to go first basically you're just giving us a rundown of what's your story and 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 how did you get to where you are today Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we'll try to do it somewhat fast. Um, yeah. Well, I work from Portland, Maine. So I am mom of four. Sydney is my oldest. She's 16, but we also have three younger children. And, um, you know, my husband is a federal drug prosecutor for the Department of Justice. I'm mm. a stay at home mom and I'm a seminary student at Dallas Theological. And uh, homeschool Sydney and her oldest brother. And, um, and that's kind of, 
where I am in life right now. Um, Sydney, why don't you share? You can share about Be The Change and how it all started. Yeah, so kind of how Be The Change started was in the summer of 2016, I was on my way back from a homeschooling conference with my mom, and we decided to go to Cracker Barrel. And so during that time, I like had this idea of, I want to be able to help kids like you know, that that need help in some way, like Make-A-Wish and all those other organizations that we're partnered with, we'll talk about later. Um, so we decided to do Make-A-Wish because my mom and dad raised money and partnered with them for a little while back when I was like... Well, I was pregnant with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> a long time ago. Um, long time. So we decided to do that. And uh, so I was like, all right, well, let's see how much money we need to raise to grant a wish for make a wish. And so I found out that it was $7,000. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to raise this money by myself. So I got a group of friends together and we did things that we love to do. We ran five K races, me, my friend, Caleb Howell. Um, we wrote a song and then sold on Bandcamp. And then my other friend, Emma Doyon, she designed t-shirts for us. So by the end of all that, plus I had donations for my 15th birthday. Um, by all of that, we finished raising the $7,000, uh, which was absolutely amazing. Yeah, amazing. and then shortly after that, we went on a family missions trip to Eleuthera, Bahamas. And it was really the first time uh, where Sydney had just been witness to just immense poverty. And she came home really wrestling with how we live our lives here and the amount of wealth that we have. And also, you know, one of the, I think, the most profound impactful things in that trip is she befriended a young man who if you you saw him at the campsite where we were working at Camp Bahamas and um, he was the most joyful child I've ever met young man he was 17 um, just like just exuded joy but the last day we went to go visit his uh, his neighborhood his community visit and you know, just meeting his family, he, you know, he was one of seven kids and they had no running water in their home and had to walk to get water. And like Sydney was really trying to reconcile how he could have so much joy and live the way he lives. And then especially coming home and looking around so many of her friends, herself included, that lived in affluence, just seemed to be so miserable. And uh, and she was just like a month of really wrestling with that, wrestling with her faith and how she's walking out her faith as a, as a Christian. And it started us really thinking about how could we help. And so that's kind of how Be the Change came into life was like, hey, let's take the principles that we used in raising that money for Make-A-Wish and let's do it to help other kids around the world. And mm-hmm. through just a series of completely God moments of him aligning us with people of influence and just who really understand Sydney's heart and, and want to help her, We're, we have an organization that just launched called Be the Change Youth Initiative and we partner with African New Life and Make-A-Wish and um, Hands and Feet Project. And we're just doing really cool things and getting kids across the U.S. to do the things that they love to do, whether that's for Sydney at singing, but it could be riding your bike. It could be building Legos, (laughs) which we (laughs) didn't think was possible to raise money building Legos. But, you know, we have some amazing kids who are so gifted in so many ways that we believe that God has uniquely made them them for a reason, the things that they love and their passions. And we want to encourage them to do those things to glorify God and, and to help other kids. So that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. That is so incredible. Um, and Sydney, <laughs> how old are you? I am 16. You're 16. So, yeah. I mean, here's one of the things that I love and, and why I was so excited to have you on the show is 
there is this, you know, there's there's a lot of talk in the media about millennials and like kids and and like kids are entitled and whiny and all that kind of stuff when that that frustrates me so much as an adult because I, we were all kids at one point and and we are raising the next generation that is going to take over the world and i continuously come into contact with kids like you who are smart, they are driven, they're funny, they are capable, and they, ha- they have so much empathy, and they want to see the world a better, they want to make the, the world a better place. And that sounds like very, you know, like woo-woo, but like, it's true. Like, there are these kids all around the world, and especially here in the United States, that are really taking the initiative to not just sit around and whine and and complain or say that things should be different. They're actually getting up and doing it. And I think that your your example is such a perfect one because it just shows that you're one of those kids that that is that is setting the pace and you're you're one of those kids that is you know, saying, you know what, I I believe that we can make a difference. And I believe all kids can just by like you said, uh, Deirdre, like using the gifts that God gave them to, to have an impact. And I think it's so creative, like you said, with singing or building Legos. And there's lots of ways to, to raise money to have an impact. And so I just think it's amazing. Um, so <laughs> with with all of this, how exactly and I want Sydney, I do want you to talk about your music and, and all of the crazy, amazing stuff that's happening with that. But first, I want you just to kind of break it down for how exactly does Be the Change Youth, Youth Initiative work and how does a kid who wants to get involved get involved? Okay, well, first I want to say thank you because that what you just said meant a lot to me. Oh, and of course. That's been awesome. Um, but yeah, we launched our website how long ago? Uh, last like, month. Last yep. month, yeah. So we finally launched our website last month. And so that has Woo-hoo! all the information on there, all the initiatives, um, how you guys can get involved. We have packets that we're going to upload on there. So you guys, the, all the instructions will be on that. Um, but yeah, I think that's... Yeah, right now uh, it's it's www.bethechangeyi.com. And um, right now we have initiatives uh, for Hands and Feet Project. So they're one of our global impact partners. And we're working with them this year uh, specifically to raise money for a program they ha- have called The Bridge. And it it's really, you know, they, they're about child sponsorship. And as I, I know, I've been listening to your podcast. I've actually had a couple of my friends on your podcast in the last couple of weeks. And, um, and you talk about just orphan care and how so yeah. many of the kids that are yeah. in these homes they're not really orphans like just their parents just can't afford to take right. care of them and uh, this is the case that we see in in Haiti as well and you know there's so many kids who just aren't sponsored right now and mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. bridge is is literally that it's a bridge to help these kids until we find sponsors for them mm-hmm. or any kind of uh, medical needs that may, ar- may arise or emergencies within a family context. So that's what the money for this, this project is going for. And then with African New Life, we got a chance to go to Rwanda this summer and mm. that that money is going to go to their lunch program. And, you know, just it's those are the things that we want 
to encourage kids to be a part of is helping other kids. And and then Sydney has this great dream. Why don't you tell them about the Make-A-Wish, your goal for Make-A-Wish? All right. So because we raised money for the last wish, um, my goal in having starting the initiative for Make-A-Wish is to grant a wish in each state. So 50 wishes in 50 states. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, and that, and what, you know, and one of the, the challenges with Make a Wish is that each state is independently operated. So, you know, they're all for us as helping, but logistically on our end, it, it'll just take a little bit more time. But, you know, we just feel very passionately about, you know, encouraging kids in their own home state to impact kids in their communities and, you know, where they live, as well as the international mission of, of Haiti and Rwanda or whatever the Lord has for us as we, as we walk forward. But yeah, you can go on and and learn about the initiatives um, and sign up for them there. And then we'll send a PDF, the packet and, and you really, you'll be able to do as, as, quickly or as lengthily. That's not really a word, but <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Uh, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah. You, you'll be able to go at your own pace and we have Facebook groups set up as well. So once you join an initiative, we'll put you in that Facebook group and then you you will immediately be engaging with other families that are, are doing the initiative as well. And that's part of this. Like we, you know, we want to create a community that supports one another because our best ideas have come from other people. Like we've been blown away by the families that have already participated. We did a pilot program this summer. Do you want to tell them about the pilot program? Yeah. So that was for the hands of feet project and we were raising money for a daycare down there, um, partner with the hands of feet project. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had like 21 kids kids. all over the U S raise money for that. And they did things that they love to do building Legos, hosting talent shows, baking cookies, having barbecues, like all those different things. And we raised like almost almost $7,000. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 21 kids. It was, it was, it was amazing. And we didn't realize that like the profound impact that, that these kids would have in their own communities as well. And just to be encouraged, you know, even parents, like they're like, my kid's only five, like really, what are they learning? I was like, you'd be surprised how much they're learning. They're learning yes. to, to, to gain their own voice, that they're learning about kids in their same age in other countries. They're learning to advocate at a young age, not to mention the fact that they're learning that the things that they love to do, they can do those things to help other people to instill that in such a young age. Like, you know, that's, you know, that's something that we've been doing with our kids, like with Sydney, her very first birthday party was at, you know, it was at for the Ronald McDonald house and like doing those kind of things at a young age instills in them a sense of empathy and compassion and Mm -hmm. thinking outside of themselves, which, you know, it's much needed right now in our world. Yes. Amen. I was going to ask that. So that's, that kind of leads into my question is, how do you do that as a parent? Because, you know, I'm a parent of young kids and um, my daughter is four and a half. My son just turned two. And with my daughter, we started right when she was about two. Yeah, she was two and I was pregnant with our son. Um, We started our random acts of kindness around Christmas. And so it's become a tradition for us every year at Christmas time. We, I mean, granted, it's been three years, but hey, it's our tradition. Three years. We've kept it up. We go, we have a calendar with different um, random acts of kindness that we do and we go around and we do them and we got the community involved the second year um, like we had a local news station that like helped to get the word out about it and, and people talked about, you know, like, well, how, 
you know, how do you do this with, you know, a two-year-old or how do you do this with a three-year-old? I mean, obviously it was a little different at two than it was at three and then it was at four because at two it was really just like breaking it down very simply. But she now, she she's starting to understand. But I, I even struggle sometimes with like, how do you have that conversation with young kids and when kids get in that mindset? Because kids are just naturally selfish. We're all naturally selfish. But little kids are especially naturally selfish because everything is <laughs> mine, 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 and I want it now. And why do I have to wait? And all those kinds of things. Um, how do you start those conversations and how do you take baby steps? Because I love this. And as you said that there was a, a mom with a five-year-old participant, I'm like, I wonder if Lily could do this. Like how, <laughs> how cool would that be? But then how do I even begin to explain that to her and all that kind of stuff? So I would just love for you as a mom to kind of share, you know, how you did yeah. that with your own kids. Yeah. Well, we started out doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Like I remember when Sydney was probably your kid's age and I used to make like a homemade advent calendar. Do you remember that? Like the Christmas tree, I made a homemade Christmas tree out of construction paper and I made homemade Christmas ornaments and they each had a number on them. And that was before I had four kids. I think I only had two (laughs) at the time. I I could not do that now. So I'm like, I don't even know about putting up a tree sometimes, but (laughs) like, but that's what we did. And every, day we opened up something for the whole month of December and you know and it was acts of kindness whether it was do something you know do something loving for someone in your family or hey let's make a care package and take it to the fire department it was mm-hmm. just a random and, and teaching them that you know the big things of giving gifts to the fire department that's great and it's so appreciated because they're probably like one of those groups that are just like underthinked and mm-hmm. but so it's really important to like speak loving words and show the love of the Lord to your brother and sister and to your neighbor. And like all of it is important. It's a both and situation. And so I think that's, you're doing it. And if, you know, to be intentional on that is, is wonderful. And, and the thing is, you know, you're right at a a young age, they might not really understand, you know, the, the implication of, all of it, but mm-hmm. they're learning that this is part of life. Right. And that's what, you know, we'll see at a young age. Yeah. A five-year-old might sit down and go through the pack, packet with their parents and, and that's all they get out of it. But our hope in this is that parents would do this continuously. Like we want, one of our intentions in building our relationships is longevity. Like we don't want to have 20 different initiatives for 20 different organizations. We want to have a few and go very deep with them. I love that. And we would, we want, um, like we will have, we're having our first missions trip. We're having to be the change missions trip to Haiti in October with hands and feet project, because that's our long-term goal. Like we want these kids and parents to participate in an initiative. So whether it's building the daycare or helping with the bridge and then to go with us to these places and for them to see the impact that they are having, because it's profound, to go there and see it. Mm-hmm. And and then that's that's our long-term view in all of this. But those little steps along the way are very, very important because it establishes a relationship. And um, and that that's our hope. For some people, they'll just do an initiative once and be like, okay, I, this is great and we're going to move on. But for some people, they're going to be like, you know what? No, I, I want to, I want to establish a deep, connection with the people in Haiti or Rwanda. And I want my kids to have that sense of purpose too. And, and that's, you know, yes, that's what we want as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how, you know, and I asked you a little bit about this, but how exactly does one raise money building Legos? 
That's, that's a question for uh, you, Sydney. You should tell the, her the story oh of where that happened. All right. So I was at a family friend's house. And so what happened was uh, we walked in and so they, we, I brought the two little boys upstairs and I was doing it with them and um, they were like, all right, so let's plan what we're going to do. And so um, one of them was like, I want to ride my bike. They knew right off the bat. I was like, okay, that's going to work. Like, you can do that just like you can do that with running. Mm-hmm. And the other um, boy, he was like, how, how old is he? How old is Jack? He was like, he was five. Five? Yeah. So he's about five. And um, he was like, I want to do Legos. And I was like, um, you want to do Legos? Okay. <laughs> uh, how, do you like, do you like reading? Do you like doing something else? Because I was like, how can you do Legos? I don't understand that. And so he was like, no no, I want to do Legos. And I was like, are you sure? Like, are you positive? And so, and so I went downstairs to my, um, mom and their mom. And I was like, so, um, he wants to do Legos. And so my mom was like, well, how about he build something? And he asked people what they they want him to build. Yeah. Kind of like a, an artist for hire. So I'll build you a Lego creation of your choice for any donation. And and that's what he did. And so these people would send random things that they would want him to build. Some were very small, some were more elaborate. And that's what he, he sat at the table and he built all of these sculptures and he took pictures of them and sent them to whoever it was that wanted the, who was giving the donation and raised a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. It was great. It, well, and it just gave, it gave them purpose. And we actually had two kids that did that. And, um, and, and they were equal. The second child was equally surprised that he could do Legos and, you know, and, and the conversation that we ended up having with these two boys is like, you know what, maybe like you're going to be an architect one day. Like maybe you'll actually go to Haiti and help build this daycare or something else. And like, and those are equally important conversations in this process outside of Be The Change and what we're doing. I know you are loving this conversation with Sydney and Deirdre. And I wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor of the show who is able to help make the show possible. And that's Causebox. Causebox is one of my favorite ethical subscription boxes. And I've been a subscriber for over two years. In each seasonal box, you'll find everything from accessories, home goods and jewelry to the best in skincare and wellness products that are not only amazing, but they are also doing the most good. The products are made by some of my favorite companies. And what's even cooler is oftentimes Causebox actually collaborates with these companies to make exclusive products just for their seasonal box. These are limited edition products that you cannot get anywhere else. The products are not just beautiful, they are also useful, and each box delivers amazing value with a guarantee of over $150 worth of products for only $54.95. And if you use the coupon code MOLLY, that will get you $15 off. Best of all, and this is my favorite part, the impact of each cause box makes the whole membership worth it. Their spring box that just released actually showed up on my doorstep this week, and it employed more than 600 artisans under fair trade conditions in India and Kenya. And it put 100 young girls in India through school. The box is absolutely incredible. They blew it out of the water. And this might be my favorite box ever. There are a limited number of boxes left. So you got to hop on it and get it now. So go to stillbeingmolly.com slash causebox and use the coupon code MOLLY for $15 off. Now back to my conversation with Sydney and Deirdre. All right. So Sydney... I want yes. to talk a little bit about your gifting. Um, so your gifting is music. 
And we kind of alluded to that at the beginning, but this has really kind of turned into something very special. Um, And you've had some pretty cool opportunities here. And in fact, I think, spoiler alert, I think Deirdre mentioned that you guys are headed to Nashville like today. (laughs) Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Sydney, I want you to just kind of walk us through, talk us through the, your, your story and this kind of this side of it. Oh man. That's also, all these stories are very long. Um, it's kind of hard to like put them into smaller like parts. Um, how should I start this? Well, I think the biggest thing is, uh, after we got back from our trip in the Luthra, um, Sydney had gotten invited to come back for a month and to really focus on like a worship intensive and, uh, teaching guitar at a local school in the Luthra and leading worship at a Haitian refugee church. And unfortunately, the the organization, it was part of our homeschooling um, organization. It, it ended up going bankrupt. And we we had honestly, we had lost about six thousand dollars and for her upcoming trip and and us to go back and do another family missions trip. And then we lost thirty three high school credits for her and oh, future credits. Goodness. And um, it was just a, it was a big blow. And we had been wrestling with some other things that were going on in life. Um, and. And she was, she was like really questioning, like, why, why is God taking away these opportunities for me to use my gifts and do the things that I love in missions? And, and those are hard questions to answer, you know, when you're right there and you, and you don't understand what God's doing, but he was definitely at work. Uh, then yes. literally <laughs> the next day I was scrolling through her Instagram account and I came across, um, all sons and daughters. I guess I can tell this part since I'm the one who did it. But yeah. um, <laughs> they had just gotten off their tour for our, for poets and saints, and they were doing a auction for some of their memorabilia. And and so for people it, that don't know, all sons and daughters are a music group. Yes, yes, they are. Um, unfortunately, they they kind of disbanded. They sent out an email last week, and we're really kind of sad about that. But profound effects. Um, influence on Sydney the last few years and uh and they're yeah they're a worship group that was from uh Franklin Tennessee and and anyway the big ticket item was to have a tour of their studio and have lunch with them and I called my husband I was like hey I know that we um just lost thousands of dollars but (laughs) I really think this would encourage Sydney and my husband gave me a limit and it was a three-day auction and we were going back and forth the, the first three hours hours, I hit my limit. And I was like, well, we're obviously not going to go. And um, I did not think anything of it until three days later when I opened up my email and said, congratulations, you won. And I was like, how is that even possible? There's no way it stopped bidding, but it did. And so then we we went, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So, so we went and uh, we got to meet David and Leslie and uh, we had the studio tour and then we went out to lunch with them and we talked about uh, songwriting and worship leading. And then they invited us to go back to the studio. And so after lunch, we were supposed to leave, but I was like, oh, okay, they invited us back to the studio. That's kind of cool. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so we go into the studio, Leslie, my mom and I sit down and David walks into the other room he grabs a guitar, comes back out, and he hands it to me. And he's like, all right, kid, show me what you got. And I was just like, uh. <laughs> so here you are in the studio with, with the, the band members of All Sons and Daughters. And you're like, yeah. okay, guess yeah. I'm going to yeah. do this. And, and it was really cool because they've been my biggest role models with worship leading, with songwriting. So I was kind of just like, well, okay. So I decided to – I had written a song a week earlier 
for a friend of mine who was in an abusive relationship. And so I finished writing that song. And so I sang it for them. And so after, after that, they were like, David's like, so, um, I, I want to pr- He's like, I know he, at that time, Sydney was working with um, a, a producer up here in Maine. And he's like, I know you're working with someone, but if you're ever interested, you know, I, I would really be interested in producing some of your music. And we were like, what? like, I know it was kind of one of those things, too, where we were just like, well, like, OK, thanks. Like, you know, because being nice. Yeah, he's yeah. being nice. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really think anything of it. Yeah. And so we left yeah and then he had introduced us to mark stewart yeah. and like that whole thing with hands and feet happened and we went to haiti and and that's really where be the change kind of started getting groundwork we shared our idea with mark stewart and for those that don't know mark stewart he is the executive director of hands and feet project but he's all he's also the original lead singer of audio adrenaline and oh wow um, and so like our last night in haiti with him like Sydney pitched Mark this idea and my you know, husband by the way time out real quick my husband listened to audio adrenaline as a kid so like he's gonna be <laughs> he's he edits these shows so he's gonna be listening to this he's gonna be like that's awesome <laughs> I can totally picture it oh, yeah maybe he should play like big house or something oh, in the no. <laughs> I know I know oh I love it okay sorry so continue so you're it's the last yes. night yeah, it's the last night, and um, and Sydney, Sydney, all on her own, sits down with Mark and pitches him this idea. Be the change was an idea. It was nothing. Like it was yeah. just here's my thought. And like looking back now, people ask like, how did Be the Change come into being? And so much of it is Mark Stewart. Like I, here's this guy who sat down with. She was 15 at the time, and and like he listened to her, and he he's like he heard her heart and all of it, and. And he could have been like, oh, that's nice, kid. But he was like, you know what? I see God working in this and I want to help you. And and I think like so like we would not be here right now if it, he, Mark Stewart has been Sydney's biggest ally, biggest cheerleader, uh, biggest supporter. Um, and David, a very, very close second. And and so that's really why we're here. And so he said, OK, a week later, we came home. We had a conference call with Dave, uh, with uh, Mark and he said, all right put a proposal together and pitch it to me. And so he invited us back for the K-Love Awards to help out with their 5K race. And wow. during during that meeting, we met the Frothy Monkey in Franklin. David happened to stop by and he's like, what are you guys doing here? He heard our pitch to to Mark and he looked at Sydney. He's like, when are you going to send me your music? <laughs> and Mark was just like, dude, when David Leonard says, send me your music, you need to send your music. <laughs> so... So yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. That is incredible. And so since that time, you've actually been traveling back and forth to Nashville and recording music in Nashville yeah. at 16 yeah. years old. Like if, if when you get when you make it big one day and you're like basically like headlining Winter yeah. Jam or like something like that, like I need you to remember the little people. And- <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> But what has that been like for you, Sydney, to 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 be 16 years old and going to Nashville and recording music? I don't know. It, it, with everything that's happened so far, I can only say that it's been God this entire time. Like, there's no way that this would have happened if it was just us doing it. Like, yeah. we did not open any of the doors. We didn't push on any of the doors. We yeah. didn't knock on any of the doors. Like, it's all been God. God's completely – sometimes we just, like, wake up with, like, these emails and we're just like – we didn't even send anything to this person. He like is already contacting us, you know, and it's, 
it's been a really good reminder for me that God's in this because God's been the one who's doing all of it. Yeah. And so it's just been absolutely insane and crazy. Um, but I just have to remember that, you know, put God first because he's the one who's pretty much just doing this for us. Amen. That's yeah. amazing. And Deirdre, I bet you as a mom, like I think about my kids and like I think about, you know, when my kids are, are Sydney's age, if, if I were to watch them just speak the way she's speaking about about her love of Christ and, and the way that she sees God working in her life. Like, what does that mean to you as a mom? You know, I get that question a lot. And um, it's funny because, like, we have this story, like the story that we're sharing with you guys about Be the Change. But there's a backstory of all this. And it's like just like parenting and how, how do I parent my kids, how do my husband and I parent. And I'll be really, really honest. About two years ago, the Lord just really wrecked me. And and I needed to, you know, I was in seminary. I um was an ambassador for New Day Collection. I'm still doing both of those things, but that's where my focus was. And, you know, being a, a homeschooling mom of four at that time, all four of my kids were at home with me. Um, I just needed to breathe and I needed to do some things for myself. And um, and I'm so glad that I did because those being in seminary and being in New Day have changed my life. Like I would not be where I am, especially like with the fair trade component that we have with Be the Change, if it wasn't for New Day Collection and, and the women that I have met there. Um, but at the same time, the Lord just really pressed on me that in this season of where Sydney was, like I really needed to hear her heart. And like the the pressures of the world like weigh on you, even like more so, I think, when you're a believer and you don't realize it. It's subtle. Like you know, a year ago Sydney came to her dad and I and was like, I don't think I'm supposed to go to college. You know, my first instinct was like, What, you wanna be a rock star? You know, and I, that's what I was <laughs> expecting her to say, you know, and but she, but she surprised us and she's like, I think like the Lord wants me to go into missions. I was not expecting that. And, you know, my husband's an attorney. I'm in seminary. Like we're academics at heart. And I was like, our kids are going to college. What are you talking about? Like if you want to be a missionary, fine, but you're going to go to school and study it. And that night I laid in bed and my husband's like, you know, Sydney's level-headed kid and and she's smart and like maybe maybe she's right. Like maybe she's not going to go to college. And and man, that like I hate to say it, but it wrecked me. Like it really wrecked me. And um and I just kind of had this come to the Lord moment. And and we made a huge decision that next day was to take money out of her college fund. And that's how we paid for our trips to Haiti and Rwanda. Wow. And that was huge. I mean, that was huge for us. That was a turning point of trusting. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I hate it. Like just trusting that the Lord's plans for her were better than our own. You know, and I remember, I still remember reading um, a Max Licato book a long time ago and I don't remember the book, but he said, Max Lucative said that we see these these kids as books that are blank pages and that we write, they help them write their story. But in fact, their, their book's already written. It's just, it needs to be interpreted. And I realized in that moment, I was trying to write Sydney's story and, mm-hmm. and, but God's already written it. And I just needed to listen closely to him and to help, to help her interpret it. And like that has been what has motivated us from this point forward. And, and I really feel like that's, that's what's really helped us is yeah. to come under her, teach her to how to hear the Lord and teach her that, you know what, we have a filter. What's our filter? We tell, we tell our kids moving forward, every decision that we come up to has to be filtered through two things, 
So what is it, Sids? So it has to help others. It can't be about ourselves. And it also has to be glorifying to God. Yeah. Mm. So like, so any decision that we make, make any opportunity that comes to her, if the only benefit is to herself, like, then we say no. Like it has wow. to help someone else and it has to glorify the Lord. And, and it, that's mean, that's meant that she's had to say no to things, but it's also meant that she has gotten to say yes to some really profound and life-changing things. And we're sticking with that. That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Well, I'm really excited because we're actually going to have some of your, we're doing something really unique this week on the show. Um, we're going to have some of your music at the end and I'm so excited to share it with the listeners. So <laughs> You listening are in for a treat because you get to hear some of the beautiful music that Sydney has uh, and God has created through Sydney. Let's just say that. But it is it's incredible. Um, So we're going to have that here at the end of the show. Um, But here before we we wrap up, I just I like to ask, you know, where are you guys headed here in the next little bit? I mean, you're physically headed to Nashville tomorrow. But I mean, really, like what's sort of your vision? And, And I know that you said that you want to do a make a wish in 50 states, but what are some of the, you got your mission trip to Haiti in October. What are some of the other long-term visions that you have? Do you, where do you see this going? Well, we've been praying about an RV. Um, we've been talking to a few people. Um, my husband has told his job uh, that he is going to be quitting. Um, he's given them the date of May and that's kind of going out in faith. So he's trying to find some, some part-time work or, um, just working for an attorney so they can tell a commute or something. And, and we're praying that um, we either have the finances to get an RV or someone would let us borrow an RV <laughs> for a few months and, and just kind of take this on the road. We're going to Nashville next week. That's another, that's a completely different story, but really cool. And one of the components that we didn't even touch on here is the fact that, you know, I got pregnant with Sydney when I was in law school and, um, and I almost did not have her. I, mm-hmm. I had gone to an abortion clinic and there was a woman who worked there who very boldly told me not to do it. And, Mm um, and as my, as her dad and I were leaving the clinic, um, she ran after us and she told us, she's like, in my 20 years of working here, I've never once said that because I'm not legally allowed to, but she's like, I felt like I was supposed to say it to you. And, you know, and so Sydney shared that story, um, after recording with David in October, he invited her to come back and write with some really great people. Um, two of those people were Chrissy Nordiff and Matt Armstrong. And, uh, Matt graciously asked Sydney if, if she had, she had any ideas about of what to write and she shared her story with them and they wrote this really beautiful song called miracle but that night chrissy nordiff wrote another song called carry on and it equates um a single mom who finds herself pregnant with mary and how she must have felt in that culture being unmarried and, and pregnant with jesus and and there's a really sweet line in the in the chorus it says what if that child goes on to change the world carry on and um and so that's where we're going so we're going to be partnering with an organization called give life and um they're going to they're going to record this song at David's studio on Wednesday. And our plan is to give that song away for free to all the pregnancy crisis centers throughout the U S and, um, and that's a huge undertaking, but again, it's just, it's what we feel called to do. And, um, and that's where we're going. And then we're literally 
going, she's recording that on Wednesday, going to speak to a youth group, which is another thing that we, like she really wants to do is share, be the change with youth groups and homeschool groups and community groups. And, uh, and then we're leaving straight from there to go to to Texas for a week. (laughs) And we're going to be working with an organization out there that works with inner city kids in Dallas. And, um, and honestly, we're we're still not sure a couple of things in the works, but we're kind of going out there on faith to see what the Lord has for us. And that's what we want to do. Like we want to spend about six months in the summer and fall, just traveling the U.S. and hearing, hearing about what's going on out in our world that's good because there's so much that is so bad. And, you know, I feel like, you know, you turn on the TV and it focuses on the bad, but there are amazing kids out there like SIDS and we're meeting them that are doing great things. And we want to share their, their stories and we want to encourage other kids that there is hope and there's a way to do this and do it well and to change the world. And that's, that's what we're praying through right now. So that so if is, anybody has an RV, yes, if anybody has an RV, <laughs> send it your way. That's yeah. well, in a very different way. My dream, uh, when my husband and I retire in years, years and years and years from now, uh, is to get an RV and travel the country going to like baseball and football games. Not exactly, you know, on the level of what you guys are going to do where you're like literally changing the country. But, you know, it's fine. It's <laughs> I'll be I'll be like old and in my 70s and you know I'll just be like be that that like old person that can just like say whatever because then people will just be like ah it's crazy old Molly like that's what people are gonna do (laughs) anyway okay see this is what happens is I just you know I go I go off I go off the cuff um anyway that I mean truly what you guys are are doing is is absolutely incredible and Sydney I mean you're only 16 and here I am I'm like can I be you when I grow up like I want to be you when I grow up because I want to be her too yes just like I want to be her too and, and she's your kid um so this is the final part of the show before we get to your music, Sydney. Um, but this is the final part of the show where I just get to get to know you guys um, on a you know a, a fun level um, and ask you guys some fun questions. So are you guys ready for that part of the show? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So um, if if we were to hook up your recently played list on Spotify, what uh, songs other than your own would you uh, would 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 we hear? Oh, oh, for me, it's so alive from Hillsong. Oh, and so good. All, so good. Yeah, all sons and daughters. That's those are two, my two go to, I think. Oh, man. Oh, I have so many. Um, probably all sons and daughters, obviously. Yeah. Biggest inspiration. Also, Ed Sheeran. Oh, Ed Sheeran, yeah. Inspiration of Gotta mine. love that redheaded man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Songwriting, amazing. Yes, um, and so also, good. Sleeping at Last oh, is another one of my like, absolute favorites. I don't know that yeah. one. Oh. That, that's yeah, like her, her writing wish. She wants yes. she wants to write with. Yes. With, I want to write with all, I mean. Everybody. But. Everybody, but you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that's amazing. Um. Would you guys now I know, you know, I know you guys obviously do a lot of missions trips, but as far as, you know, if for just travel in general, are you more inclined to drive or fly? Fly for me, mom, fly. See, I I would love to dr- drive. I mean, if it was like this country and just traveling over the US, yes, but I also want to go to Europe and yeah. more places in Africa and you know, all those other, you know, 
But we'll, then, we'll say drive for Sydney because she still needs her hours to get her license. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and if you yeah. were, okay, so if you were to go on an international trip, would you like to go, you know, just for fun, would you like to do like uh, Italy or would you rather go up to like the Swiss Alps? Oh, that is so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there's so many places. I think the main places that I want to go are probably Scotland, Italy, Greece would be nice. Yeah. Mm, yes. I, in Ireland. Ireland, oh, those yeah. Are, Ireland's those a bucket are my list, main ones. Bucket yeah. list for me. <laughs> I love it. Okay, and then these are my last couple uh, rapid fire questions. These are right. very important to me because they revolve around <laughs> food. So, um, pizza or pasta? Pizza. 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 Uh, tacos or burritos? Tacos. 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 Uh, crushed ice or cubed ice? Crushed. Cubed. Oh, So what? I can crush them. Cubed. Oh, so you can crush them. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Oh, ice cream for sure. <laughs> oh, I love it. And Chinese food or Italian food? Chinese. 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 (laughs) I love it. Oh, you guys, this has been so much fun. And Deirdre and Sydney, I just cannot wait to see everything that you guys are doing. And Sydney, when you are, like I said, when you're headlining Winter Jam, just go ahead and just remember the little people, okay? So, (laughs) Um, and for everybody listening, be sure to check out Be The Change Youth Initiative. I will have all of their information in the show notes. So be sure to to check that out. But you can also go to their website, bethechangeyi.com. And if you have kids, Get your kids involved in something like this. What they're doing is absolutely incredible. And don't go anywhere because we've got Sydney's music coming right up. So cannot wait to share the, some of this with you. Um, you can also, oh, I believe you can find some of her music on Spotify, correct? Yes. 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 Yeah. So just you can, look, up, uh, look up Sydney Garrett or uh, it's called the, the record's called um, mu- Music Behind the Movement. Yeah. Music Behind the Movement. I love it. Awesome. Deirdre and Sydney, thank you so much for everything. Thanks, Molly. Thank you. Sydney and Deirdre inspired me so much. And I'll be honest, I hope my kids grow up to be like Sydney. What an inspiration. I also hope that you enjoyed listening to some of Sydney's music. She is so incredibly talented. I mean, what a gift she has. You can listen to her music on Spotify. I believe it's also available on iTunes. I will make sure to have all of the links to that in the show notes. But be sure to give Sydney and Deirdre and Be The Change Youth Initiative some love on social media this week. Another huge thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, Causebox. Visit stillbeingmolly.com slash Causebox. And don't forget to use that coupon code MOLLY for $15 off. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you are a first-time listener of the show, welcome to the listenership. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring amazing entrepreneurs and business owners who are changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener of the show, your support week in and week out means so much to me. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or whatever podcasting app you like the most, and be sure to make sure you are subscribed. By clicking that subscribe button, it helps to make sure that you never miss a new episode of the podcast. 
And while you're there, would you guys mind taking a moment to leave a review of the show? Leaving a review of the show helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. And if you share the show on social media, be sure to use that hashtag business with purpose podcast or tag me at still being Molly on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. So many of you have been tagging me in your Instagram stories recently, showing me what episodes you're listening to. And I love it. It totally makes my day. Thank you so much for listening. Now go do something good with purpose on purpose. Got all the lies See yourself as comedian